you are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good and abundance overflowing in a presence of an amazing, dynamic, wondrous being named Esty, who will be joining us in just a few minutes and be sharing with you some insights that are going to help transform your life, because that's the reason you tuned in. You tuned in to the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore, for one reason, one reason only. And it's the best reason in the whole world, because you care the most in the entire world about you. Why owe you? And that's great, by the way, because when you become the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony, create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And that's really what this is about. When also you know that on this particular show, you are being joined at the moment, by the way, by over 348,729 people around the world, all tuning in for themselves, because when you do that, you make the world a better place. Join one person to another to another, and we create more harmony in the world. And you know that on this show, we work with the three fundamentals of life, and these three fundamentals will enable you to be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? Now, the three fundamentals, of course, are number one, life. Your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, you can go mad. Now, in this case, mad is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to uncover and unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Everyday words are a simple example. Right now, this uh, wonderful show, The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore, is being carried over the internet worldwide, touching people everywhere. And if you ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? Invariability has to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for, drum roll, fanfare, da 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 da. What a wonderful world. And what is a word, right? W-H-A-T-A. <laughs> what a wonderful world. And that's the really never uh, thank you to uh, Louis Armstrong Satchmo for enabling that song to go viral. And not just touch tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. And whenever you hear even the opening bars of what a wonderful world. What do you do right away? You smile. You can't help it. Now, smile is one of the most important words you could ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile is a great acronym that stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, just thank God the pandemic is over. The masquerade is off. Forget it, it's crazy. Uh, the last time I spoke to a real group of people coming up soon, again, 5,200 people were in the audience. And I'm telling the story about Barry Shore and the idea of smiles, seeing miracles in life every day. People raising their hands and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours. I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? 
can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can be able to do that. Uh, do you have water, drink, food to eat, place to sleep, family, friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. A miracle. What's the simple proof? A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching and listening to it, you didn't. Therefore, you have an obligation to live life exuberantly to the full. So imagine the following. Standing up in the morning, Helen Hardy, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed. That's me. Not an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a rare disease which I never heard of the day before, took over my body and rendered me a quadriplegic. Nothing about my body moved overnight. I was 144 days in the hospital. I was two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over it by myself. Four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, my hips, to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand, but I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. I have helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week, but you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. All because of this one word. Smile. Seeing miracles in life every day. I got to tell you a quick story. My uh, eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago and says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world that she wants to live in. CREATE is a great acronym that stands for Causing Rethinking, Enabling All to Excel. We're going to learn that with Esty, because rethinking is in your hands. Your thoughts are in your control. And we have the six most important words you'll ever utilize in your life. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you respond in any given situation really makes a difference in your life. Now, before we bring on amazing Esty, I'm going to urge everybody to understand, and new people, by the way, we have over 360 people, 60,000 people listening right now. And thank you for bringing your friends and your families. Always have about 330,000 people every week. And I tell people, I warn them in advance. I use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word, and I do it because of the shock value, and it's fun. Now, of course, the four-letter words that we use, because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, grow, free, gift, pray, play, swim, four-letter words, right? And the four-letter F-U word is fun, F-U, capital N, capital N. Right away, people are out there saying, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world, world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Fun is spelled F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, when you see your family and your friends, you have a twinkle in your eye, you have a smile on your face, remember this name for, point your finger and says, F-U, everybody. But remember to add right away, capital N, capital N. I said, where'd you get that? He said, I listened to Barry Shore on the joy of living. He wants to teach the world to F you, capital N, capital N. So just before we bring on Asti, I'm going to urge everybody, everybody to use the two most powerful words in the English language from now and for the rest of your life. That's right, the rest of your life, because it's going to make you happier, healthier, and wealthier and help your family, friends, and all living beings. And these two words are, of course, drum roll. Fanfare, da-da, da-da, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama is quoted as saying, I read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And he says with a twinkle in his eye, it's always possible. <laughs> so imagine you go into the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, and you sit down, so I bring it to you. Okay, you say, thank you. 
you work at the coffee shop, all your fans still like, a few minutes go by, nobody brings you, you go to the counter, they say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're so busy, we'll bring it to you, sit down, a couple more minutes go by, and somebody brings you, you still say, thank you, you're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out, and somebody holds the door open for you, you say, thank you, you're walking out of the coffee shop, and it's raining, and somebody slams the door on you, you say, thank you, you're in traffic, you're late for an appointment, and somebody cuts you off, you say, thank you, you get up in the middle of the night, and you stub your toe, and it hurts, you say, Thank you to harmonize and network kindness. I can't think of anybody that inspires kindness for me. Kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. Then the amazing, the wonderful, and fantastic SD Star. SD, please say hello to 362,822 people around the world. Hello, everyone. <laughs> she did that purposely. She was downplaying her exuberance. Now, <laughs> can say that. There she is. There's the right. I just tickled her under the on her toes. So, uh, Esty, what was the last time somebody said "f you" to you and you laughed? Um. Yes, it was right, just now. Right now. F you. Maybe capital just right a, now. Capital a. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to read and tell you everything about Esty because if I do, it'll take the rest of the show. But suffice it to say, she is one of the most successful, dynamic, personable, and productive business people existing on the planet today. She enables others to recognize what they have and shows them the path to success. She actually is the founder of something called the Better Business School, which is a multinational educational program of people around the world because we are a global economy and we are all joined together today. So Leslie, let's just jump right in and talk about what it is that really animates you and what you do the best. And I'm going to say three words. Ready? These three words are organic, not food, marketing, everybody likes that, and strategy. Uh-oh, strategy? So how do these three words actually work together? People know what marketing is. They think they do. They, they think they've heard of a strategy. But what does it mean, organic marketing strategy? So in my world, organic marketing strategy is how you earn money without spending very much. That's Say it again? Oh, wait, I like that. Say that again? It's how you earn money in business without spending very much. Wow, that's a recipe for success, I think. So let's go deeper. Okay. So I want you to picture it as a flower. Right? Think of anything organic that grows. You plant the seed, you water it. It does need time, but it will grow if you treat it right. Organic marketing strategy is not different. You plant the right seed, the right essential business concept and you have all of the main principles in place, which means you have a concept that is something you want to bring to the world. It's coming from somewhere in you. It's not like, you know, you saw this thing and someone just said, oh, you know what, if you just make these printouts on Canva and then sell them like 600,000 other people who are doing it from TikTok, you'll be a millionaire. Not that, right? You've got a gift. You've got- Oh, wait a minute, not that, oh. Not that one, not that one. Not that one. Um, and not either that you've managed to crack the crypto code and you've made an online program about crypto and you're launching it for 1997 only with, you know, $100,000 in Facebook ads and boom, you're a millionaire. There's so many of these. Not that. That's not this. Okay. And you can throw tons of money at almost anything and something will come out, but that's not a sustainable business. You're just throwing money at it and you're getting a little bit back. 
I don't call that business. To me, business is when we've got an exchange of value for value and I'm consistently bringing in more than I'm spending. And with organic marketing strategies from day one, from day one, you're earning. So you use a great word, you use the V word. V can stand for victim, which most people think they are. Victor, which you help people recognize they really are, and value. In other words, I think the difference between going from a victim to a victor is understanding that you have value and you give that value. And the value may be the, the seed that you plant and the watering that you do and the soil and everything. So let's talk more about value and what it is that you help people do in your world, you being Esty, that, that flame that ignites people that have an idea or dream. Uh, so I'll give you a great example. Uh, we recently had one of our BBQ calls, which could be barbecue, uh, but in essence, let's, let's say it again. Let you go fast. BBQ. Everybody I, I knows. Talk fast. It's yeah. the New Yorker that's still left in me. No, no, it's okay. Everybody. First of all, she's she may not even be a New Yorker, but she'll she's posing as a New Yorker. I am from New York. I know. I'm I know. Wait a minute. minute. See, I got a response from you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, so New Yorkers are no, actually it's New Yorkers. Uh, New Yorkers. I was for, in New Yorker for a long time. Actually. Yeah, they're being known for being rockers and raucous and talker, talkers and speaking fast. But we have a global audience and people in India and China and Indonesia and throughout Africa and Europe and sometimes a little bit much in Latin America. So let's just go to BBQ. Everybody, I think world around the world knows BBQ is a barbecue. Bob. Right. You. Hello. Uh, but wonderful Esty has been able to use that acronym to understand burning, and you don't want to do this in your barbecue, burning business questions. Yes. And by the way, people have burning business questions that oftentimes, oftentimes go get, don't get answered. In other words, experts in quotation marks will say blah, 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 because that's their standard riff, but they're not answering a really pointed question. So what is it that you do in your program and your process in BBQ and other things that really goes to the heart of someone's question and not only answers it, but gives them the moves, removes the scales from their eyes so they can find their value and therefore grow their business? Uh, there's so many things. So my superpower is that I can turn any idea, hobby, talent, skill, or certification into a professional and profitable business. It's, it's my superpower. And I can take any business and make it more profitable and easier to run, right? My tagline for over a decade in my company has been more money with less headache. That's what we do. Wait a minute. We like that formula. More money, more money with less, less headache. headaches. Wait a minute. I think you should uh, TM that trademark. Yeah, that, that is my trademark tagline. Right. <laughs> More money, less headache. So, okay, we have of the of the audience a large percentage of them are either entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, whatever you want to call that name, or people who are in a employee but recognize that even as an employee, they're really an entrepreneur. In other words, everybody's working for themselves, even if you're getting a paycheck from someone. And how do, is it that you can utilize your superpower to ignite people even more to, let's say, take the step or steps that are necessary to break through into their superpower? 
So for me, the way I do it is a blend of coaching, consulting, and teaching. Um, as a coach, and this, I think there is a difference, right? So coaching, consulting, teaching, mentoring, four big words out there right now. Right. And the way I understand them, as a coach, I am pulling out of you where you want to go and helping you get there. I have no agenda for me. I have no official thing that you have to do. I have no one path, one tactic, one, you know, someone asked me recently, I'm going to interrupt myself. And she said, SD, well, what's, what's your favorite marketing strategy right now? <laughs> you know what you're asking me? You're saying, SD, I want to bake a cake. What's your favorite ingredient for baking a cake? And I can tell you, I can tell you what brand, but you're not going to have a cake. You're going to have an ingredient. It's not a cake. You need the whole picture. And so as a coach, I have no agenda for you. My agenda is your agenda. I want to know where you want to go. And um, I'm reminded of a story, I'll interrupt myself again, just for fun, um, about, you know, the guy who comes to the power plant, because like, I'm doing it wrong. Hang on, back up. Okay, so there's a power plant. And one day in the middle of the afternoon, it just stops working. Everything shuts down. All the workers are there and nothing's happening. They call the like best, most well-known repairman. He comes in, walks around, pokes at things. After about 10 minutes, opens a box, turns, like connects a couple of wires, shuts it, and everything's humming again. And the guy says to him, he's like, wow, thank you so much. Like, you know, we had no idea what to do. He said, how much is it? And he says, $10,000. Like ten, you walked around for ten minutes and you connected two wires. Like, can I see an itemized bill? He said, sure. Gives him the itemized bill. It says uh, connecting two wires, one dollar. Knowing which two wires to connect, nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. So a lot of what I do is asking the right questions. I just ask the question. I've asked the question, and suddenly all the wheels start turning in people's heads. And asking the question—that's the dollar. Knowing which question to ask, which person at which time—that's my twenty years of doing this. So you're telling me that oftentimes the Q is even more important than the A. Uh, you know what? Ask a better question, get a better answer. And so you can't get the right answer if you don't ask the right question. So I'll give you I'll give you an example from yesterday because we're still on coaching. I haven't forgotten that I'm going to explain coaching, consulting, teaching, and mentoring. I'm still on that thread. Um, but so one of the questions at our recent BBQ, burning business question call, uh, which is an open Q&A call, for business owners to get to the next level was uh, SD, how do I let people know that I'm accepting new clients? That was the question straight up. How do I let people okay, know? Let, let's new repeat clients? the question again, slowly and clearly. How do, how do I let people know that I'm accepting new clients? It's an existing business owner. She's got mm -hmm. a business, she's got clients and she wants to know what's the best way for me to let people know that I'm taking new clients. Right? I don't want to sound desperate, and uh, I don't necessarily want to advertise because I'm the queen of organic, right? People come to me when they don't want to pay for ads and very expensive things. Um, so she said, what's the best way to let people know I'm taking new clients? Now, I could tell her, right, if I was a Facebook ad specialist, I would say, obviously, Facebook ads. <laughs> if I was a um, Instagram influencer, I would say, obviously, Instagram. If I was a salesperson, I would say, obviously, direct sales. I could give you 1,600 tactics. Those are tactics. They're tools in your toolbox. The question is, what are you building? And so my question to her was, um, which clients do you want? And she's like, oh, um, I, well, uh, well, I don't want these and these clients. I said, great, which ones do you want? So well, I, I, I want these clients. I said, so your real question to me is, Esty, 
not what's the best way to let people know I'm, I'm ready for new clients. Your question to me is, Esty, how do I get five more of these kinds of clients in three months? She's like, yeah, that's my question. Well, <laughs> I want to unpack this because this is so impactful that our people I, I can feel are sighing and leaning in and say, this is amazing. Because what you just did in this short process was to enable people to begin to formulate for themselves what it is that they really want and how to go about asking the question to get there. Because if you don't know where you're going, then any road will take you there. All right. That's <laughs> you know where you're going. The Cheshire Cat in Alice in Wonderland. If you don't much care where you want to get to, it doesn't much matter which way you go. Right. It's, it's, and it, so as a it, coach, number one, where are you going? Where are you going? Where do you want to get to? And, and this is the genius of Esty. And I say it with, with great love and respect. Truly genius. She said it's her superpower. Well, it is. I will also mention in the same breath, same breath, that each person watching, listening, you have, if not one or more, superpowers. Yes. The ability for you to focus in like a laser on your superpower, whatever it may be, is to begin to understand that now you're bringing yourself, which is your ultimate value to life, and therefore to business. By the way, I'm just going to share with Esty, and she, uh, many people know because I've mentioned it previously, the word business is really fascinating. In English, we spell it B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S, -S, right? Business. Notice that the U comes before the I. That's the key. And that's just what Esty just I said. In coaching, yeah. in coaching, it needs to be the U before the I. It's not me. Everything. In everything and, and in oftentimes, it's the I that goes down. She said, well, I'm an Instagram influencer. Well, obviously, you should do Instagram. TikTok, TikTok. Who knows what the next TikTok, thing is going to be called? It doesn't even matter when you're working with organic marketing strategy. It doesn't matter the platform. It matters what it is that you're bringing. What is your value? Is that correct? That's the foundation. The platform is not even secondary, it's tertiary, <laughs> it's third. What are you bringing and what you have to be bringing? So I wanna give another example just because that call was recent and, and this was such, I know this is such a prevalent problem. I almost can't walk into a room of strangers without at least three of them having this problem right now. And the problem is they take a certification or a training or a something, and then they're like, oh, okay. You know, they do the certification. This is one of at Better Business School. We have a partner program with certifications to help them create their own paycheck out of that certification. It's one of the things we have. Um, so they go through this training program and they come out with a certification and a plan. And while they're in their training program, they're getting clients and customers and business because they're just walking around super excited and telling their friends and telling people, I'm learning this thing and it's great and I want to help people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love that help. And then they graduate and they've tasted success. So they quit their job or not. And they invest in a logo and a website and maybe some SEO and they get some business cards and then they can't get any clients.
like, I don't understand, but I, I built my whole online program, but no one wants to register, but I have all these things and I'm doing a 10 session package with the first session free, but no one wants to buy it. And like, what do I do? And, and the foundational piece that's often missing the first time is you forgot about the value for the humans. You forgot about the humans. You got so caught up in the thing that you wanted to give and the thing that you wanted to build and the thing that you built and that you created, you forgot about the people. Those were the ones you were excited about when it was working. You forgot about them. That's all it's ever about. That's all it's ever about. And yes, you throw enough money on something, something will probably come out of it. That's not sustainable. You want this thing to work. You want the money to flow in. Paid advertising is like fuel on a fire. If you have a fire burning, it'll burn brighter. If you don't, it's a wet smelling mess. That's all it is. So this is absolutely stunning. When, by the way, when Esty mentions the word problem and she walks into him, there's, everybody has this problem. Problem is a fancy term for the word pain. I have pain. That's why people come to Esty. By the way, everything you want to know about Esty, everything, just go to my website, www.barryshore.com. It's all going to be there. You don't have to write anything down. You don't have to remember. It's a business school. And she has free gifts. She has stuff that's going to help you, help you, helping everyone live prosperously. That's what help stands for, helping everyone live prosperously. Remember, the reason you tune into the joy of living, because you want to be happier, healthier, and wealthier. That's why Esty is here to begin this process of what do I do with the pain? The pain is the problem. So she found the pain point, And with her coaching, she's able to at least help people identify. Once you identify the pain, and we realize we don't have to amputate, now we can do something to help. Now she's going in from coaching into consultation. So talk to us about consultation, please. All right. So as a coach, we're pulling out of people where they want to go so that we can help them get there. As a consultant, I like to say, I just know some things you don't. I, my degree is in marketing. I clocked my 10,000 hours plus. I read at least one book a month, often more, um, more often like two to three. I interview business and marketing experts weekly on my own podcast. I know stuff you don't, period, end of story. And as a consultant, I'm just gonna tell you, here are things you should not do, and here's why, and here are things you should do, and here's why. You don't have to listen because you might not want things to work. But if you want it to work, I would recommend following instructions. <laughs> to me, that's what a consultant does. Now, I have sat with many business consultants who work in the upper echelons of the corporate consulting realm, and they, <laughs> they don't consider me a consultant because part of the name of the game in consulting and big business, we're just going to be very transparent here, is to um, either A, create a PowerPoint and by the time it's delivered, it's useless and no one uses it anyways, or B, make sure by the end of your contract, you have not finished yet, so it's renewed. I'm the exact opposite. All right, I have no problem being dispensable. I don't need to be needed. I've worked with some of my clients for over a decade because they keep earning more money, scaling their businesses, opening new branches, getting into the seven figures, starting from zero. And I have some people who come in, they're with me three to six months, they go back out, they come back a year later, they go back out, they go in and out. As a consultant in the small business world, I'm not here for you to be dependent on me. I'm going, and that's where the teaching comes in. I'm going to educate you. I'm going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to explain why. 
I want you to understand, I really believe every business owner has an obligation to understand all the parts of their business. You don't have to do it. You don't have to execute it. You don't like marketing. Don't do marketing. You're not a numbers person. Don't, but understand the numbers, understand what it means, understand how marketing works, how marketing strategy works. A strategy is a plan to reach a goal. That's what a strategy is. Wait a minute. Is that really what a strategy is? Yes, it is not a tactic. It is not a toy. If you are taking a road trip and you plan the whole thing and then you have a destination and you start driving, you have a you want a strategy, a plan to get there. And what happens in small business today and in big business also, but it doesn't matter as much because there's so much more money flowing. They get stuck the same exact way. In a big business, it can hide it easily. One of my articles in Entrepreneur, it was on the front page of the Entrepreneur website for three days. I was getting emails from Fortune 100 companies. It was an email about small business marketing. And I got emails from Fortune 100 companies saying, I relate to this, we made the exact same mistake. But it doesn't hurt them as much. The small business owner, I work with bootstrapped service-based businesses. And that, that's my zone. Bootstrapped, every dollar in is a dollar in your pocket. Every dollar out is a dollar out of your pocket. You don't have seed funding. You're not a startup. I work with some of those also. But my people, the people that I, the reason I get up in the morning every day to work, these are my people, the business dreamers. And the people who don't have the fund, who need more for less, who need, who have less time. I'm a single mom of five. And I've been the primary supporter of my family all of the years, raising my kids, all of it. You've got limited time. You've got limited resources, uh, limited bandwidth. How do you still get what you need and what you want? And so tactics is you're just learning to make a right turn, right? Someone says, oh, you got to do Instagram. You're like, oh, I got to do Instagram. So you get in your car and all you've learned is how to make a right turn. You're like, I don't know why I'm going in circles. Because <laughs> you've only learned how to make a right turn. You have no strategy. That's not a strategy. A strategy is a plan to reach your goal. And okay, let, are... let's, let's unpack this because I want to emphasize two words. Plan, and goal. goal. Yes. Uh, we're going to do a quick break here because sponsors love us and uh, people watching love our sponsors. And Esty's going to come back on the other side and she is going to talk to us about social media magic to make your plan rock so you can hit your goal. And we'll be right back after these brief messages. Imagine the kind of place you would want to shop for your favorite fur baby pet. Honestpets.co. Well, you found it. Honestpets.co. Not .com, .co. This is your go-to spot for the best, the cleanest pet treats that exist anywhere on the planet. All of the brands go through a rigorous review to make sure they meet the high standards of cleanliness, health benefits, and naturalness. This site was started by a husband and wife team, and it's veteran-owned, and that care about pets, especially dogs and cats, and coming soon, bird treats. These are very nice young people who really care about making a difference because a portion of proceeds go to support veteran organizations with a focus on service dogs. This is the place where you want to go. You want to tell your friends this has the finest, yummiest, freshest, all-natural treats and stuff for your fur baby. So go there, honestpets.co, honestpets.co. Do it now. Hello, everybody. As you may know, I'm 72. 
and recovering from being a quadriplegic at age 55. Oh my. Now, to stay active, I swim two miles per day, six times per week. So you can imagine, I know a thing or two about aches and pains. And until recently, I thought my aches and pains were a fact of life I had to deal with every day. Just part of the process of getting older and staying active. And then I tried 100% drug-free relief factor. Now, I've been taking their convenient packs three times a day. And i got to tell you, everybody, I am feeling noticeably better. Relief factor is giving me more oomph and less oh. The secret is its four key ingredients. Each one supports a different metabolic pathway that your body uses to respond to the inflammation that is the cause of many hip back, shoulder, and knee pains. If you have everyday aches and pains too, remember, Relief Factor is 100% drug-free and designed to be taken every day so you can get out and stay out of pain. Now, to make it as easy as possible for you to try Relief Factor, they created the three-week quick start discounted program for $19.95. That's it, $19.95. So do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com slash joy and order a three-week quick start for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Again, claim your three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com slash joy. You'll thank me. You'll be glad you did. Best wishes. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good in abundance. Our cup runneth over with good. And two-legged being, her name is SD Star, and we've been talking about plan, goal, and the W word. Uh-oh. Work. Yeah. It takes work to figure out your plan and to articulate your goal. Esther, you know this better than almost anybody on the planet. 88% of all people who say they have a goal, 88% of them never write it down. And if you don't have a goal that's written down, it's not a goal, it's an idea, it's a wish, it's a dream, and that will not get you there. In order to have a, to reach your goal, you need a plan. You need SD in your corner, and you need to do the work. Oh, yeah, there's a W word. So let's talk about magic. Everybody likes magic. Pixie does. No work. Well, I don't know if magic means no work, but talk to us about social media magic. Yes, sir. Uh, so first of all, I really like to think of it as play. I'll be serious. When you're doing the thing you love, it's not that there aren't things that you have to do that are not your favorite. But overall, you're enjoying it. It doesn't feel like that heavy weight, right? My whole motto is I want everyone to do what they love, earn buckets of money, and have time for their life and family. And when you're doing what you love, it's not that you're not working and it's not that there aren't some tedious or technical or unpleasant parts of it. There are, but the majority of it and that fire and that passion, that excitement, you know, when I'm going, I'm in Mexico a lot right now, Mexico and I have a thing. I'm there at least once a month. And when I'm going, so if there's a line at the airport, if I'm waiting, I'm still excited and I'm joyful because I'm going to Mexico. So I'm going to okay. Okay. So what? 
So I'm alone at the airport. Poor Estes online at the airport to go to Mexico for the weekend. I feel so bad for me. No, I don't. I'm having a great time. I'm standing in line. I'm jamming my music like a crazy person on my AirPods. And so for me, when you're doing this, when you tap into it, well, it's not work. It is, but it's not work in that sense. I just needed to say that. Um, let me tell you about social media magic. Everything, everything that I do, that we do, that my people do in my world is strategic, which means it's with a plan to reach a goal. It is strategic strategy. Most people go on social media and either they're throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping something sticks, or they're playing marketing slot machines, right? <laughs> you put the money in, you pull. If it works, you're like, yay, but you can't replicate that. You don't know what you did right. You don't know what you, most marketing spends, most advertising spends, most money spends on marketing. I think it's the, the statistic is about 85% of advertising spend is wasted. And most of the small business, it's not strategic. It's not planned. It doesn't have a whole picture. And social media magic is not different. Number one, what's your goal with your social media? Let's divide it into two categories. Social media, you cannot have a business today without having a web presence, right? If you are standing in front of me telling me that you're in business and I take out my smartphone and I look you up online and I can't find anything about you, you're not real. I don't care what you're saying. You're <laughs> pretend. You're a figment of my imagination. You're not real. I can't find you on my phone. So you must have a web presence. Social media makes it so easy to have that. It makes it so easy to get out there, right? At one of my classes, one of my trainings is called X Factor Marketing and it's the science of virality. There is a strategic way to go viral on every platform. Strategic social media means number one, what's my goal with it? Level one, I want to have a presence on every platform so that when on every platform, that my people might look for me on. Because again, strategy, plan to reach a goal. If I'm in business, my goal, I would assume, which I know doesn't have the best explanation, but I would think your plan is to get business from it. Your plan is to get clients or customers. And so be on social media where your clients and customers are. One guy called, I could not make these stories up, by the way. Um, guy called me couple years ago, this was, and he says, SD, I know if I was just on Facebook, my business would take off. Okay. Reasonable in theory, reasonable in theory. So Only a billion people on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then who is your target audience? Right. So I said to him, what's your business? He said, continuing education for geriatrics. <laughs> 70 okay. plus. Okay. I said, okay. Um, now, now you're an exception, not the rule, right? The average 70 plus is not on Facebook regularly. I don't know if you are or not, but they're not on Facebook at all. I said, are you targeting their children or the caregivers to reach the elderly? They said, no, we're specifically targeting the geriatrics who live independently and alone. We have community and education. I said, okay, is your audience on Facebook? And he says to me, I don't know. I'm not. Wait a minute. This is a person, a real human being who said, I'm not. He said, I'm not. But I know if I was, I, my business would go well. But his, I said, OK, here's what you're going to do. You're going to make a bunch of flyers and you're going to hang them in the local restaurants and community centers. And you're going to send postcards and you're going to get a list. And here's where you get the list. And this is you don't need Facebook and you don't even need to work with me. Just go do that and come back to me. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> we don't even need to do more. What's the strategy? Where are my people? 
I need to have a presence where my people are. Now, at a minimum, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook will just give you some good SEO so that when people Google you, you show up. So you create those profiles. Fabulous. Having a presence when people look for you because social media is a party. It's a party. Your website, that's your house, your store. People come to you. Every social media platform is a 24-7 global party, and each one's a different kind of party. So if someone is constantly hanging out at the Facebook party, and then they hear about you and your business, they're at the Facebook party. They're going to look around for you. Hey, are you at the Facebook party too? Are you at the party where I'm hanging out? And if you're not, they're like, oh, you might not be one of my people. You're not there at the party where I hang out. If there was at the Instagram party and you're not there and they look around for you, they're like, oh, you might not be one of my people. So at a foundation, social media, you want to at least have a presence, sign on the wall, booth in the corner, someone wearing a you suit, you know, as I call social media VA, like they wear a suit of you, <laughs> wearing a you costume, um, a presence on the platform where your people are. That's level one. Now, if you want to- Let me, let me let's unpack, because you- unpack yeah. that. She is, remember, she's New Yorker. So I'm she New Yorker. Met, I'm a New Yorker. They tell me here, I've been in LA now seven and a half years. They tell me sometimes, like, <laughs> the natives. <laughs> the natives. Okay, like, so here, but here's, here's the point. Down, just a little bit. Like, okay. The great news is that everything is available at my website, www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. Everything about SE. But let's just unpack a few of the things that you said because they're so pointed and powerful and purposeful and pleasant that we want to just go back in and make everybody understand something. Social media magic. Yeah, you know, since you're enjoying it, even things that seem tedious become enjoyable because you're moving forward. That's a wonderful thing. And when you're on social media, you have a presence. As she said, the essence of having the presence is the P word, potty. Like how I say it, I'm from Boston. Potty, or as some others would say, party. You want to be partying all the time, which means that you want to be enthusiastic. You want to be enjoyable. Not that you're enjoying. You want to attract people. One of the things that Esty really does so well, as you hear in her questions and the process she went through, is that she understands the law of attraction in business, not the law of chasing. See, chasing is one thing. It's, it's, you can do it. You might even be successful. Like she said, throw money and Okay, something might come out, but the law of attraction is knowing you have a superpower, understanding your value, articulating your plan and goals, being in a party mood throughout social media. Guess what's going to happen? You will attract people to you. You go where, the, where your people are, and they want to be with you because you are F-U, capital N, capital N, fun. Is that correct? I'm just unpacking what you said. Uh, that that, that's a part of it. One of the one of the analogies I use when I teach social media, it's not even an analogy, it's a story, um, is that you want to be the tricks box. Tricks as in the cereal with the rabbit, Ellen. Um, I was uh, running a division in a summer camp many years ago. And so we're upstate New York in this little cabin, in, in a cabin in the woods. And uh, we had cereal boxes in our bunkhouse. And I remember coming back one day and seeing these monster ants, not tiny ants, like the kind where you can see every bump with like no microscope, like giant monster ants. And they were crawling up the wall and down the wall. And then, you know, they're getting something, right? So I'm following the ant trail and I see they're going in and out of the tricks cereal box. 
Now that box was new on that shelf. There had been a cornflake box there for weeks. No one was touching it, but the tricks box is open for three hours and there's an entire ant colony, a country of ants going in and out of it. On social media, so many people are the cornflake box and they're like, where are all the ants? What if I pay for ants? Esty, should I boost my post? Should I do ads? No, no, because you're being a cornflake box. They're not coming. You're not yummy. They don't want this. Be the tricks box. Give the things that your people want, not that anyone wants. And if you don't like social media, I just need to put this in, even though we're teaching social media magic, one of the reasons a lot of people come to me is that they don't want to do social media. They're not interested. They don't want to be part of it. They don't like the hassle. There are so many ways that you can still market today super successfully without being on social media. So I just want to put that in there, even as I teach you how to do it. Don't feel like you have to. There are no have tos in business. Period. There's no have tos. Wait a minute. No, this is the only yeah. have to is you have to provide value to another. That's the only have to. You have to provide value to another. That's foundation. Everything else we fidget with. Um, so yes, you want to be the tricks box. But when I talk about party, it's not just about being the life of the party because some people, it's not their type. It's about understanding the analogy of party when you get on social media. Social media is plural for social mediums. These are just social mediums of communication. That's all they are. They're just parties. Now, just going to a party and standing there is not going to get you business. Going to a party oh, no. <laughs> and jumping up and down and leaving your arms doing a chicken dance, not going to get you business. But going to a party and meeting people and networking and having conversations and getting to know people and sharing what you do to the relevant people who might be interested, that will get you business. And when you treat social media that way, it starts to work. It's a five-step process. Number one, pick a party. You're one human, right? I think there's like a proverb. He who tries to dance at every wedding dances at none, something like that, right? This whole multi-platform strategy that so many people try to do. When big business does it, they have entire departments, multiple teams of people for each platform, for each platform with guidelines on how to post, on how to do it. You are one human. Unless you have an entire team of people and you create a piece of content and then some lovely social media marketer who doesn't know better, I'm going to, they're not malicious. They're just clueless. They say, oh my gosh, I'm going to use um, Hootsuite or HubSpot or Infusionsoft or any of these softwares. And I'm going to do multi-platform. I'm going to post your content on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. And I'm going to make you a blog post and we're going to send it out as an email. And I'm going to do an Instagram on it. And I'm going to do a TikTok on it. And you're like, yay. And really nobody sees any of that, right? You have empty restaurant syndrome. You're, you've got this giant restaurant with a big glass window on a main street. Everyone's walking by your restaurant's empty. Nobody cares. Nobody's commenting. Nobody's engaged. You're at all these parties, jumping up and down, doing the chicken dance. And everyone's just like, no, nah, you know, we're not interested. They don't even see by it. By the way, just another chicken dancer. Cause everybody's doing yeah, that. Everyone's doing that. Like it just, there's like, <laughs> so many good analogies for this, but I'm, I'm going to get lost in that. So I'm not way, gonna go there. Notice that Esty has not been animated throughout this entire process. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite thing to do in the world. I just want nice. you to know um, our first um, BBQ, Burning Business Question Call, was on my birthday. 
I sent out to my audience. I said, this is how I want to celebrate my birthday. I want to unblock your road to business success. Free open Q&A forum. This, and, and it was the best birthday ever, right? One of the first questioners, we not only unblocked her, but as she was explaining her service that she couldn't, wasn't getting business for, wasn't getting out. I said, I said, we've got, you know, a whole lot of people in here right now. I said, guys, how many of you would want her help with this? And we started getting all these me, 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 me in the chat. And people started putting their emails. And I'm like, not only did we just unblock you, we just got you your first seven clients. Look at those emails. They're right here. They, they just gave you their contact information. She's like, oh, I'll put my information in the chat. They can reach out to me. I said, oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. I'm reading the dating books. and dating, you can wait for them to reach out to you. But this is business. You get any, every single one of those emails, and you contact them, and you follow up. That's how this works. Uh-oh, wait a minute. You use the F word. Follow up. Uh oh, she oh, used the F. That's what my friend the did. F-U, F-U, F-U. <laughs> by the way, I think we'll both you and I will agree. It is we called used to call it the Achilles heel or the um the most difficult part for most people. People like meeting people sometimes, even networking, even people who are not outgoing as much as Esty and myself, they, they still like meeting people someplace. One one yeah. interview. But follow up follow up is the, the fortune key. is in the follow-up i could tell you story after story one of my clients had a business line and when people would call her business line and not leave a message she would just be like oh they didn't leave a message i was like are you this is not your personal cell phone this is not your neighbor calling this is your business line the only people who are calling that number are potential clients and customers <laughs> interested in your services you have a missed call you call it back you call it back and you leave a message and then you call it back again up to three times. You call that number back. Like, oh, well, they must have not been that interested. No, they might have been embarrassed not to leave. By the way, this is, wait a minute. This is critical what you're doing right now. <clears throat> I'm going to say it, and you don't have to agree, but I'm going to say it. The mindset that you just articulated is, oh, they didn't leave a message. And now the, the mindset of the negative person says, well, they must not be interested in therefore, as opposed to, we'll call it an SD mindset. They didn't leave a message. Great. I'm calling them back. Exactly. The, the, the difference is how you perceive the process. If you recognize, if you think that there's a negative aspect to it, that's what you'll find. SD is helping unblock people to find their superpower to recognize that everything that happens to you in your business, if capital I, capital F, if you are giving value Everything that happens in your business is to your advantage. It's there to help you. Remember, helping everybody live prosperously. That's what you want. You want to be that mindset that says, wow, somebody called. So you call them and back. And they're interested and, and at a foundation. And don't think I forgot that we have two open loops, right? We have coaching, consulting, teaching, mentoring. I never got to mentoring. And we have the five steps of social media magic. We've only done step one. I haven't forgotten that. And I'm sure the listeners haven't either. Uh, but to follow this thread, when if the foundational mindset is, I have the most amazing thing to share with people. So if someone's reached out to me and they didn't leave a message, well, I better get back to them. 
they probably need the thing that I have, as opposed to, I don't know if my thing is really good. I don't know if anyone really wants it. I don't know if my price is right or my webpage is good enough and my logo is not the right shade of pink. And so I really shouldn't call them back until I get the right shade of pink on my logo. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> you have that people want and need. You have a gift to give to the world, whatever it is, product service, right? I have a bunch of, you know, food service and niche fashion lines. And I, one of my clients made the coolest organic dog beds. I don't care what the thing you do is. You have a gift. You want to bring it to the world. And someone's interested, even a little bit, talk to them. Now, they're not interested. Don't force them. You don't want to waste your time. But they're going to call them back because the foundational mindset is, I've got this great thing. I just got to tell you about it. And if it's for you, great. And if it's not, not. No problem. It's not personal. It may not be for you. I'm not for everybody. It might not be for you. But it might be. We won't know unless I tell you. By the way, um, we're going to go into dangerous territory, but just for a couple of minutes. <clears throat> Do you find a difference in attitude and mindset between men and women? I really do. I really do. And I'll tell you, so I've been doing this, I've been doing it for over 20 years. I've been running businesses profitably since I'm 10 years old, but I've been doing this full time, running my consultancy multinational for over a decade, full time. I've primarily had male clients as my private clients. When we launched online programs in 2019, we had majority female. So it was very, so I got to see the distinction. I think I have primarily male clients because I'm very like success focused, very driven. And I, I think, and I don't know this, but to be really politically incorrect and stereotypical, I have personally experienced more men that align with that mindset than women. That's my personal experience. And one of the things I found is that the men, they come in and they take it less personally, a lot less personally. Like, okay, business, it's business. We do the thing, we get out there and tell people they don't want it. I find someone else to tell it to. And the women sometimes will come in and they're like, but they didn't like it. Ah, and, they rejected and, me. And, and I put my soul into that and nobody <laughs> wants it and they feel broken. And I'm like, this, it's business. It's, this is not personal. It's not you. And I'm, I, you know, these are very general stereotypes. And this is very much the experience that I've had with the humans that have come through my world. But stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. This happens, right? And you'll have some, you'll have the flips. But those two different mindsets of taking it outside of yourself, especially when you are a service-based business owner, it's very hard because it's your service. It's, mm -hmm. And people will so closely identify with that, that they really take it personally. It's not personal. It's really not personal. Nothing's ever really personal. Right? Even in your personal life, someone doesn't like you. It's <laughs> ever about no, them. Okay, it's this, only ever about them. This is so important. I have three questions for you, and yeah. it's hard to imagine, but can you imagine? Time goes by fast, right? When you're enjoying yourself, three oh. questions. Are you ready? Question yes, number sir. one. Will you come back again? I would love to. Thank you. Question number two. This You have 80 seconds to answer. Only 80 seconds. I'm watching the clock. SD, what is your most fervent desire? That everyone experience the financial security of knowing how to create money in their life, doing what they love. Whether they choose to take a job or not, that they have that security that if someone won't hire them, 
they can create money in their world. And they can do it by doing something that they love, that they're passionate about, that they're excited about, that they want to give. That's my biggest dream. Thank you. And the third question is, may I give you a hug in front of 362,819 people around the world? That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Now, let me, let's tell everybody what HUG stands for. The people who usually listen know. HUG stands for Heartfelt Unlimited Giving. Heartfelt Unlimited Giving. That's the essence of Esty and your humble host, Barry Shaw. On a count of three. One, two, three. The joy of living can be summed up in one word. Essie just said it, giving. And you've been listening to The Joy of Living, your humble host, Barry Short, amazing guest, Essie Star. Everything you want to know about Essie and you want to know a lot, just go to the website, www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. Because on this show, as you know, the reason you've tuned in is because you care the most in the entire world about you. Y-O-U, being the best you. You have transformative information today, not just stuff, transformative information. Because, you know, in this show, it's all about you becoming happier healthier and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? As she said, security. And by using the three fundamentals of life, that is what you will achieve. Number one, life. Your life has purpose. Number two, you can go mad. You leave, lead a purpose-driven life. You make a difference in the world. Number three is unpack the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms like we are discussing with Esty. WWW, what a wonderful world. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. It was my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, creating, using the plan and the goal that SD helps you formulate, creating cause, causing rethinking, like you just said, enabling all to excel. Remember the six most important words you'll ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life. They are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Use four-letter words. Remember, positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant four-letter words like love, life, hope, grow, free, gift. She has a free gift. You'll find that at the website. And swim, pray, play, and tell the world to F you. Capital N, capital N. We see that to your family later. The same. Where'd you get this? I listen to Joy of Living with Barry Shore. He wants to teach the world to F you. Capital N, capital N. And remember to use the two most important words in the English language three times a day from now and for the rest of your life because it will help you, your family, your friends, and all living beings. And certainly we need that. And these two words are thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. Keep inspiring noble deeds. And so our blessing from Esty and Barry is go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Esty, don't go away. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends, too. See you on the next episode.